Hello, welcome back to Medical Chat, where we regurgitate the news for you. And I'm here with Mel. Hello. My co-host. She's graduated from sidekick to yes. co-host. I graduated. So I have a lot of news for you today. A lot of news. And I hope there's some good news today. There's some. Okay, my first story is a scary one. Ooh. It's scary, but not in the horror sense. Oh, okay. It's scary in the. Oh, well, you'll see. Mm. Okay. So the first story I have for you today is about abortion data traps. Uh-oh. And I think I kind of mentioned this to you earlier when you were here last. But, okay, so I was reading. This is from the Cheddar News source, I think. And they were talking about how searching for data doesn't protect your HIPAA rights. Like the... The people that do searches for your in your for your data when you, whether you accept it or not, uh-huh. and they're in the app. I think Apple now asks if you want to be tracked or not, right? And they ask, please let us track you. That's how we learn or whatever. Yeah, but no, you don't want your rights to be out there, right? Your right. not your rights, your 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 search history and your yeah yeah. So. But the HIPAA information that's on there, on apps like, you know, tracking your menstrual cycles or fertility type things like that, that information is not protected. Oh. So they are now, well, I'll get into that. I did not know this. But the data from the phone apps, the search engines, like, like, you know, regular search engine, emails, text messages... They can all be collected and then used against you if for some reason you ended up, like, let's say, getting an abortion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Even in a city, even if you even if you go to another state, which now a lot of states are trying to make it illegal to go to another state to get an abortion. If which is ridiculous yeah. because that state doesn't own you. Do you like the? Have you heard the I, news I have about the ten-year-old girl from South Dakota? I yes, I think I did hear about oh that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I I was in South Dakota for like six months, and I loved South Dakota. Yeah, I loved the people. I loved. I just loved it. I stayed mm-hmm. in Rapid City. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to Sioux Falls. I I don't know if that's where she's from. I I don't remember. But the governor in that state, she's a wackadoo. Yeah, she's. So many things that they have, she's done, but one of them is now like they're like they're not letting this ten year old, ten year old who was raped, ten year old, yeah, who she was raped, have an abortion. That's absolutely insane and, and, and horrible. Her, her reasoning was she didn't she didn't think that making another tragedy out of one tragedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, okay. so, is it going to be a tragedy if this child dies in childbirth? Or, or like, you know, why does she have to be punished? Why does she, why exactly? Why does she have to go through that? What, what about the rapist? Yeah, exactly. You know, who's putting his dick to the fire? Yeah, nobody, so, nobody, nobody. Definitely not the governor of South Dakota. That's absolutely disgusting. So anyway, it's it's um, and then I guess she was going to another state and they denied her the abortion. Oh my god! So 
it's just a real tragic story. Oh my God. And, it, and luckily, she's got good family, I guess, that is trying to get her. Oh. And it, it, you know that there's a time crunch. Right. If she doesn't get it into a certain... In that very, very tiny window. Yeah. In a lot of states. If she get it in that window, then, then she will have to... You know, then she's stuck. Then it will be like murder because it's too late. Right. But yeah. Anyway, it's yeah, it's a really tragic story. So back to this data thing though, the if you if you're searching how to do self abortion or how to do anything like that, or oh you're looking God. yeah, any of that information could be used against you. For instance, there was a lady that had she went to the emergency room she had a miscarriage or whatever but they ended up using information against her like they found that she was searching how to induce a miscarriage and they prosecuted her oh my god yeah that was back in 2017 this she was is from the Mississippi. handmaid's tale unfolding before oh, our yeah. eyes she was charged for second degree murder after seeking that oh medical my help, God, yeah. um, it was dropped. the The charges ended up being dropped because one thing is you don't know for sure who was the one searching for that information, right? If there's a multi person living in that uh, in that home or whatever. In 2018, a woman named Brooke uh, Skyler Richardson was charged with killing her newborn. Her defense said that the baby was stillborn. She did do an internet search and that they found the trail was, again, like how to get rid of a baby. And she was acquitted as well. The defense said that the baby was already stillborn. So you need to get it out, right? Yes. That it could be, that's like you have a dead thing inside you. That can be very dangerous. Yes, it can. So to not get that out. But the mother's life doesn't matter. Right. We don't care about the mother's life. No. They're pro-life, but only for the baby. Only for the fetus. Once, it be- the once it's born and becomes a baby, they don't give They're up. They're pro-eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're not even real pro-life. Pro-zygote. Yeah. So, yeah, they don't care about the... No. They obviously don't care about the man. No, of it's, course not. So. Anyway, He's not involved in any way. So it was. It's very tricky uh, with the tech companies, and Google and Apple have recently been accused of selling personal data to third parties without telling people. But they can sell the information to like bounty hunters. And oh ba- my! Yep, God. And bounty hunters can see. Oh, they were looking for this, and then they can search and they can use it against you. Wow. So people, that's I mean, it's terrifying. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's so scary. It really makes the privacy of women. It makes women vulnerable. We're not allowed to have privacy anymore. Yeah, we had a short stint <laughs> where things were getting better for us. So and then it's gone. I hope you enjoyed it while it lasted. Right now we have to get our pussy pussy hats back on. Yeah, exactly. Start roaming the streets. Yeah. So nothing is really off limits, even pregnancy pregnancy stats status. So. Like period trap, period tracking apps told their users that they were safe. They were not giving their information. Like one of them said that they were encrypting that information. They're not selling it and they're encrypting it. So it just can't be seen by Mm. other, but 
It also says that they share some data. So you I wouldn't take my chances. Right. You have to look at the fine print. The Electronic Frontier Foundation suggests that using servers that take privacy serious is a better option. Like Firefox, Brave, DuckDuckGo. I use Firefox. I like Firefox. Yeah. But make sure that you click on the privacy settings to make sure it is really private. Yeah. So it's always a good idea. Or maybe go to the public library or something where you don't have to. I, I assume you don't have to log into those computers. Yeah, they but they can still trace you if yeah. you if you, if ask you sign for a in computer, or something. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So it, they'll find you. It is suggested that you, if you do go into those search engines if you go into the search engines just make sure that the privacy ads are also turned off okay so i don't know what kind of ads pop up after you've been searching for abortion clinics I don't or know. <laughs> I don't know. or how to have a miscarriage oh. i i don't recommend um trying a coat hanger no, no, <laughs> or that anything probably like won't that. end well for anybody. But I can tell you that there's going to be a lot of archaic home remedies. Oh, absolutely. Just like there used to be long ago. Yeah. We're going to start reverting and back to that, and there's going to be a lot of deaths. On the other end of this, there's been articles about how the rate of vasectomies, of asking for a vasectomy, has uh-huh. gone way up. Good, as it should. Because... You know, now that there's no abortion clinic, some mistress is going to get pregnant mm-hmm. and some guy is going to get stuck. Exactly. So there's nowhere for Trump's mistress, mistresses to hide I now. know. So nothing like that. They'll so have go to get send your vasectomies. Another country. It's about time men start taking a little bit of responsibility. Yeah, but it, that was interesting too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So on to the next story. This is now I'm sad. I'm now I'm sad again. <laughs> well, this is a this is a happier story. Oh, good. This one's um out of Texas, Fort Worth, Texas. Well, it's near where I was at in Dallas. A mom named Kara Winfield Win Winhold had three miscarriages before finally having a pregnancy that was sticking. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty sad. Did they send it, her to prison for having miscarriages? No, we're not, not going. Not there, yet. Are we? Okay. No, not yet. In Texas, it's, you know, who knows? I guess when you start having so many miscarriages, you your hopes are, like, not up yet until you, a viable pregnancy, right? Mm-hmm. So she found out, they did a sonogram, but then the next, the second time they went, suddenly there was a second baby. Oh. Yeah. It's a really rare occurrence. The second baby is not conceived at the same time. Oh, no way. Yep. It's super rare occurrence. It's called superfetation. It's when an egg is released after a woman is already pregnant. Okay. So they must have had a sex after. Yeah. <laughs> so according to the doctors, they're about a week apart. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So in Kara's case, the twins were were born the same day. They came out the same day, even yeah. though they're about a week apart. I don't know what happens if one is further along than the other. I imagine that could cause issues. It probably could. Yeah. That would be or really weird. if one weird. is born and then the other one's not and ready. I imagine they'd have to C-section the other Yeah, the other you want one, to make but... sure. 
Because if you're if the, if if your uterus is trying to push out, yeah, it's not going to care if there's another one not ready. Right, exactly. It's so not going to know. They may end up being premature, or if maybe if they do a C-section, that's not the case, and they can pull one out. But that yeah. seems kind of weird. Um. Anyway, because if you close her back up, and then you are ready, and you're having contractions. And your uterus isn't healed yet. Yeah. That could cause a lot of problems. So I would imagine that they would probably. They would have to be born at the same and time. And just premature. Yeah. yeah. So that's my assumption. But they were born healthy. And she's on TikTok. If anybody oh. wants to follow her, her name is Mama Winhold. Nice. W-I-N-H-O-L-D. So, yeah. Cool. That, see, that was a happy story. Cool. That was pretty And they cool. both had the same father, so there was no, father. Uh, no yeah. uh, drama. <laughs> that would be really interesting because, yeah, because if she had an affair and it was like, <laughs> like not, she, she was white, she's Caucasian, but if she had had sex with a different, you know, Asian or black, yeah. and then the second And baby, it was obvious that yeah. the, you and know, I, the father was also Caucasian. I feel like I read or seen something about that years ago where... The babies were too different. I think I remember that too. Back yeah. in the early two thousands. Yeah. So it's probably the same yeah. thing where it was she was pregnant by one and then got pregnant by another. Yeah. That's super weird. That is super weird. So even though you're pregnant doesn't mean you can't get pregnant again. <laughs> All right. So the next story that I have is about we've talked a little bit about Vietnam vets. Yes. And how there's some trauma there, PTSD. But it wasn't until 1980s where it became something that was in the DSM. It was uh-huh. it was actually finally established that PTSD was a thing. Right. But it took until 1980 to wow. do that. But there was this article by the Scientific American that talked about the trauma that from a parent transferring to a child, even if the child isn't born yet. Huh. And how it, yeah. So they found, they did this study. They found, and the study would like included, there was 9-11 tragedy. Right. And they had studied 187 women that were pregnant. And, I mean, that's a lot of stress. Yeah. After the children were born, they tested them again with others that didn't have that trauma. And the babies that did go through, their mothers went through that. I don't think, I don't know if it was all of them or most of them, but they found a majority where it was low um, cortisol. Oh, okay. So that affects your affects a lot of different things. Yeah, it affects your emotion, your stress level. Yeah. So they found that people who were going through trauma, like 9-11 or a Holocaust survivor, and then there were some others, you know, Vietnam was also mentioned. Those people can pass on the, that stressor, that trauma to the child without oh. the child knowing. And... It's something called epigenetics. So it's like it changes the genes. So when you go through trauma, let's say your 
pregnant. I don't know. They talked about people who are already pregnant. Mm -hmm. But um, let's say you're pregnant and you're going through some trauma. That stress is going to affect the genes. And it went into some more detail. So if anybody wants to go into that, it was the Scientific American. But it talks about the genes being changed. But also the environment can also affect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for instance, one of the things they mentioned that people who were abused as children, um, as far as like Vietnam vets is what was studied. Yeah. They went through worse trauma with the PTSD than children that did not have abuse as children. Okay. Okay. So that can also have an effect. Right. So it's genes and environment. But it's also, they mentioned that it was very difficult to study multi-generations of trauma because obviously there's, that's a little difficult to do with, right. you know, with generations of people. Right. So they have been doing studies on mice. Oh. Which, you know. Interesting. Course, yeah. And they did find the offspring were... They, it was affected like they yeah they put the poor mice through trauma i know oh, that's so sad i know it's really sad but they also but they showed that there was changes to the genes okay and interesting yeah so oh. and it could be they said that the trauma it shows that the trauma is permanent but it can be reversed with therapy okay so it's a it's a permanent thing but can be managed with therapy. Right. Something you probably Reversed. need ongoing yeah. therapy for. So I think behavioral therapy was the one that was mentioned. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting because we did talk about Vietnam vets. Yes. Which is going to be an episode at some point. And let's see. Okay. So another story that I wanted to talk about. This is really funny. Okay. So this nurse, she did not want to give her client Viagra uh-huh. because... He was a conservative Caucasian male <laughs> because of his political beliefs and not believing that, I guess, the rights of women are important. Right. She did. She brought it upon herself to think, you know, that he doesn't deserve Viagra. Oh, yeah. Right. I, mean, I, I cannot say don't, I don't support that. I, yeah. I can't <laughs> say that I disagree with her. So, so she ended up. Quitting the next day, she resigned because of the backlash. Oh. She posted it on Twitter or somewhere, somewhere in social media, and there was a huge <laughs> backlash about it. Because as practitioners, we're not supposed to make those kinds of yeah. judgments, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, Viagra, I feel, well, insurance companies can make those kinds of judgments. Exactly. Right? No, that's, you don't need that. Yeah. So why can't we say, no, you don't need that? Yeah, right. <laughs> because honestly, that's kind of like one of those, it's not, uh, um, it's not because you need it for medical reasons. Yes. It's an elective type of thing. Exactly. So I feel like, but you can't refuse it. Unless you have a medical reason. Yeah. And hers was not. That was political. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. I, I I actually am like, that's brilliant. But I don't know. Okay. I guess there's probably a good chance this man would want to deny other people, you know, their rights to yeah actual <laughs> medical things for medical reasons. That, yeah. But 
I think that's awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> there is another story. Okay. Speaking of insurers, this this is one of my pet peeves. Your doctor doesn't get to practice no. medicine. The insurance company who has no medical training right. gets to practice so, medicine. This article talks about, and this was in Medscape. This insurer delayed prior authorization for this patient. They ended up losing their leg. Oh my god. And pelvis. Oh my god. And they didn't they ended up dying. So in this case it was life or death. It was in North Carolina, yep. And they were referred by the orthopedic surgeon. The lady was having excruciating pain in her hip and an x-ray didn't show the cause. They ended up doing an MRI, which determined that what the source was. They denied the coverage of the MRI. They said it wasn't medically it wasn't medically necessary that the x-ray, I guess, should have been enough, and that she should go to physical therapy. And if after six weeks that she does the therapy, then I guess they could revisit it or whatever. Hmm. But the orth- boy, were they wrong? Sounds like they didn't even go to medical school. Yeah, the orthopedic surgeon did appeal it, but then not only was the MRI necessary, he also was talking about she had already done physical therapy. Yeah, she already just gone through a whole, you know, course of it, and if obviously that didn't help, right? So why would she do it again, right? So, and the insurance paid for the. For the original physical therapy. Yeah. So then 40 days later, the reversal was denied. I mean. The appeal? They reversed it. Oh, they were. Okay. And they found that she had sarcoma. Oh, my God. In that right hip. They said if she would have just come a month sooner, they could have given her chemo alone. Mm. But it was so bad that they had to amputate the leg and the hip. Oh, my God. And, I mean, that has to... That's because the insurance company... You know, insurance companies that are, you know, operate for profit, she might have been able to actually get the treatment that she needed. Yeah, that's true. You know? So... um, So half of her lower body was amputated, and then the doctors did everything right. They did recommend the right treatment. Right. It just wasn't in time. But the insurance company wouldn't wouldn't cover it you know it's funny you know people always say people that are against socialized medicine you know say that oh well in places like the uk and canada people wait forever to get these kinds of tests that they need well so they also wait in the u.s and then a lot of times we also have to cover the costs so we both have to wait for it and i don't even honestly i don't even know maybe they i don't know how long they actually have to wait but you have to wait in the u.s i mean if you want to see a specialist you'll wait months and months and months to see a specialist and then you pay out the butt for it i do agree but we have kaiser and i i feel that they have it together yeah they do and i feel like it is social it's almost like it's socialized right right because but and i see people like if i go in and i need they send me to a specialist i'm I don't have to wait even a, more yeah. than a week. Yeah, that's true. I get in and, and it's like amazing. Well, I've we're never... very fortunate that we have Kaiser. Right. I just wish everybody could have this type of thing. Right. The only bad thing about it is they are very stingy at points. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yes. there is that and, um, you know, whatever. But anyway, this so this lady, she ended up having the, the sarcoma ended up 
spreading to her lungs. Mm. She ended up dying two years after the amputation. Oh, my God. So that cancer just became out of control. That's horrible. Yeah. Because they weren't so, able to catch it early. But if they would have caught it in time, like if they if the insurance company would have just said, okay. Okay, you're the medical professional. The we should trust your judgment. Yeah. So now, I mean, they could have saved themselves more money in the long run, I'm exactly. sure. Exactly. If they would have, because otherwise. Can the family sue the insurance company? Probably. I hope so. I really hope so. I, I don't see why. But if couldn't. that's the case, then everyone's premiums will go up because they're certainly not going to lose money out of their own pockets. But, yeah. you know, whatever. <sighs> so anyway, that's the other story. Insurance is a scam. It's really, you know, <laughs> it is, you know, I, I have to say I wasn't. I wasn't so sold on the idea of having Kaiser. Right. Because it is more, I felt like it was expensive and I was going to miss yeah. my doctors. And But I have been impressed. I did the plan that was no deductible. Yeah. Because I knew with the RA I would be there. Yeah, yeah. And who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. My heat stroke that happened to me where I, I guess, became brain dead was it'll be a year tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I really, really appreciate the fact that I had really good care that right. I was able to get. And I, I can't imagine being in that situation and being like needing <laughs> needing the insurance company to go, okay, yeah, maybe um, sh- let's not give her sedation. Yeah. Let's not give we her can't. No. Like I really want to buy a new boat and right. I need you to not do that test. Yeah, so I'm really glad. And I, I think in certain situations when it's emergent, uh-huh. the insurance company doesn't really fight it. Not Yeah, they're not as readily. It's just kind yeah. of the after stuff. But a lot of times when you are in the ED, if it's not emergent, they'll say, oh, we'll just go to your doctor and get taken care of. Right. Because a hospital is acute. It's not for you to take care of something that's not life or death. And at that point... She'd already been going to the doctor and going through physical therapy. She's yeah. already doing all the things she should have been doing. Right. And it and they did they did exactly what they're supposed to do. You do an X-ray first. That's the the most cost effective thing. Yeah. The most. That's where you start. Mm-hmm. And then if you have to, then you go up on mm-hmm. the on the images. So they. They did the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I feel really bad for that lady. That, yeah. And she, I'm horrible. sure, is not the only one out there. Oh, no, she's definitely not. Especially with cancer involved. I mean, I've yeah. said it all the time. I thought, you know, with cancer, getting approval is just not easy. That's that's awful. And if you don't have good insurance, you're just screwed. Yep, pretty much. You just get palliative care. Yep. Maybe hospice. Too and, bad. Too yeah. bad for you. Yeah, it is pretty sad. Hopefully you get good enough hospice that you're not suffering. <laughs> okay, so next time we will be talking about the monkeypox. Monkeypox. I'm going to do some reading about it. I promise I'm going to yeah, read about it. Yeah, there's been a lot time. of articles out there recently. So next time you listen, listeners, we will talk about monkeypox. Yay. All right. Well. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you in the next episode. Bye! Bye!